Are you ready to tap that app? This is episode three, season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to discuss the runway. We're going to discuss the lip sync. We have our new special segment called Mirror Moment and a couple of shout outs. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. I am your host, 123JackieV on all platforms. Um, we are here making Courtney Love relevant again. I'm not sure if she will be relevant Aww. after, but we have Mark J. Freeman on the panel. Hello. We have Ollie. We have randomly Ronnie Jr. Hello. What were your overall thoughts? I, I'm going to start by saying I love this challenge. I think using uh, doing a commercial for a technology mm-hmm. thing like an app is fun and fresh and new. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. I just wish though that they actually made like the winning app just for funsies, so fans could like. Oh play right, with right, it, right! An actual know. real app. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I thought two of them were very strong, even conceptually, and then the third one felt. Like I would have been forced. I would no, I would have been discouraged if I was the team that got that one just because I don't think there was a big enough play on it. Um, but other other than that I liked it. I thought it was a very shocking ep- it was a good episode. I thought it was really shocking because the person who went home I really expected to go much further. So I mean we'll talk about it, but I liked the episode and it was good to see a different side of uh Dusty. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was nice. We'll I liked it. I, I thought I thought it was a fun fun challenge. And I liked the runway. It was actually a good theme so so our mini challenge was selling Rue's chocolate bars which (laughs) I was talking off screen about how um Rue's always pitching her things it's it does seem we were Ronnie and I were saying how the music seems natural like it it, Rue's been doing music for a long time it seems natural to to sell your music on this kind of show but the chocolate bar thing was weird to me just because I'm like I'm not sure what drag queens and chocolate bars have to do with each other. Or like why is it why is there a need to have a chocolate bar with Rue's you know face on it? Well, she had a pop up that was in Hollywood a while back, and it, most of the stuff that was in the pop up store was chocolate bars, which I didn't get. Yeah. Because I was like I would have like a shirt, or I mean there they did have these things yeah. available, but like the thing that was the most was chocolate bars, and I'm like I don't want a chocolate bar. I want like a yeah. shirt or something that'll last. You know? I think it was good for the challenge though. I did oh, like it was fun for where, the where it brought the, the queens out. And you could have innuendos of, of you know, oh, you know, you yeah. want this chocolate and you know, it, for that part I did enjoy it. I did enjoy that too. Um, my favorite was Blair. I love the mm-hmm. Orphan Annie. Okay. Uh, I I liked that she's always talking about being like a Broadway ingenue and uh-huh. she kind of played the Broadway ingenue yeah. role mm-hmm. in this to a T. Yeah. So that was my I favorite. definitely thought um you when you had sent us like what to talk about today, like pick who you thought should have won. I thought and usually I don't agree. <laughs> usually it's like I feel like they're up to something, picking people to win that don't deserve it. But those were the three that I generally made me laugh the most. And seemed genuine like yeah. they weren't putting up you know uh monique's was a little over the top but everything else i mean i still thought she was funny i thought so. cracker did really well and yeah. I'm, I'm a little afraid did you crack- think that because they gave her more screen time though i did notice that like yeah it, it, it does bother me a bit when i feel like the editors are favoring one queen because they're like oh miss Cracker's gonna win you know so we should but a lot of stuff that comes out of her mus- mouth is just like so funny and i'm surprised she's not getting like 
any like challenge wins yet mm-hmm. or any like I don't know. I just feel she's like- she's got a good beat about her. I was watching her um her own YouTube channel, so she's actually um, doing review a review you. of this season. Oh. And what a disposition she had about herself. She made one comment that made me laugh. She goes, "Oh, I might be the one queen who care who cares more about how I look." At, uh, versus trying to win $100,000. Uh, and it made me laugh because that was the note that I had, which was like, why again does Miss Cracker look like she got 45 minutes and the other girls only got 20? Yeah, yeah. So she's she's in on the joke, you know, for the most part. Um, yeah. Was she the best? No, I don't think she was the best. Um, my, my favorite by far was Monet Exchange. Uh, the way she worked that, uh, where are you from? <laughs> you know, I'm from, you know, Northern Ireland <laughs> was all of what she needed. And I love the fast, uh, you know, on your toes aspect yeah. about her. And when they said, oh, what about the Irish jig? And she, <laughs> and she just, just started. <laughs> the jig, baby. The j- Oh, Monet yeah. is my one to watch. I can't stop thinking about Monet. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. She's she funny. funny. She does. I do just see Bob. It's, it's kind of frustrating. There are I a lot w- of similarities, but I, I mean... There are some differences too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think as it goes to, she'll develop into her own. But she just sound like just the sound of her voice sounds like Bob to me. Mm. So, but I would that be a in. discouraging thing? No, no. I just I want I, but I want her to be her own. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, it's it's bothering me. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I just it bothers me because I I want her to be her own person, and I don't want to keep hearing that and comparing that. Well, one aspect that would be fun is they have that podcast I think we talked about where it's Monet Exchange and uh, Bob the Drag Queen. So you get to see two different personalities kind of going up against each other, which is, yeah. you know, it, it does uh, single her out a little bit more. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. I like her and I'm here for it. And I'm here for Bob too. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ollie, do you want to tell us about Maria's well, new uh, podcast? Yes. For all you who want to have fun, want to learn and grow in all areas of life, for those who do, I have a podcast just for you. So, Conversations with Maria Menudo's podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday. Conversations with Maria Menudo's features celebrity influencer interviews along with secrets, tips, and how to be better in all aspects of life. So, you know, health, wellness, and... Common um, sense. Finance. Uh, oh, my gosh. Big you- one. Relationships. Oh, I'm single. Just broke. Literally. I. She Aww. is helping me out. Um, so thank you so much, Maria, for doing this. And it's free. Free on iTunes. Check it out right now. Subscribe. So be sure to rate and comment for those who do. Let us know that it was the Jag Race panel. Yes, that sent that you. That sent you. So check yeah. it out, guys. Yeah, Ollie said last week he's trying to get Maria to be a judge on next season. So that be yeah, awesome. we could, that we could be bid awesome. for that. And as far as growing and getting better, I think Yuwa is going to be the one that needs to listen to Maria's uh, podcast more than yeah. any of the other girls. Yeah, really? that, I do. I think she just did bad in the challenge. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah, it just wasn't her. A good it wasn't her day. Her. It's yeah. It's so oh, sad. okay. Well, when we get there, I, I wasn't as into it at all. So okay. Well, I want to start with uh, kind of the big fight that happened, which oh. was Aquaria versus Vixen. And obviously, I want to say that I, I do realize that none of us are African-Americans, mm-hmm. so we cannot obviously personally mm-hmm. speak to Vixen's experience or what yeah. she's been through. But for me, I just saw two... I mean, they're they're both under 30, mm-hmm. so to me, that means they're relatively young. Mm-hmm. Um and I just saw two people who are both wrong because it's like a- Aquaria wanted to start that fight by continually being like, your wig, your wig, your wig. Okay, you should know by watching any previous seasons that the queens always are sharing stuff. So yeah. 
let it go, you know, let it go. And the same thing to Vixen, though. It's like Vixen comes onto the show saying that she wants to fight. Yeah. It kind of sets up this precedent among other people to be like, okay, maybe I should just, like, mm-hmm. back off or whatever. But it's when, when you're an adult, you learn to pick and choose your battles. And I do see where she was coming from, where she was saying... um, you know, as you make me look like an angry black woman by you, like, playing the victim. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, just be an adult and realize that this isn't a real fight anyway. Yeah. Like, you're all fighting over wigs. Yeah. You know, we're not fighting over the fate of the world. We're mm-hmm. not fighting over something that, to me, is worth fighting over. So it's not like she came into your place and stole your gigs mm-hmm. or something or took cash from you right yeah. so just like calm down and you both need to like They're take a second wrong. look yeah i yeah. totally agree with everything you just said like i feel like they both were kind of victimizing like their themselves so i was just kind of like you guys they're so petty right now and like for vixen not to drop it i mean i don't know if that's commendable and aquaria wasn't dropping it so i'm just like oh my god next can we like move on yeah so if it just nothing was resolved in that um that fight and it, I like that cracker because are we talking about in, Untucked too? Yeah. Yes. It's cracker. It was it was nice to her to kind of resolve things, but even Vixen kind of shut her down. So I was like, damn, Vixen is just not taking no prisoners. Yeah. Mark, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, I I have an opinion, but I, I I'm interested to hear what you say first. And uh, welcome back. How are, how thank are you? Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Um, you know, I think um. I think it was Monique said it because I, I was really listening to Monique and Monet. Yeah. Because they, as other African American queens, I was like trying to like get what they were saying, um, and I understood Monet saying, "You know, I like that you're standing your ground. You're being who you want to be, a hundred percent." And I think <laughs> of the four of us, I probably have a vixen like attitude at times where. I do go 100%. Um, but I also know when to refrain. I also know when to just let things go. And I think that comes with my age. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, so I think down the road, Vixen will see that she was she, she, she does need to go to a five sometimes. And that doesn't mean that she can't be herself. It just means you just need to just know when to say when. Um, and I did like that uh, Monique also said, because um, when she said, when Monique said this, I went, thank you. I think a lot of it's in Vixen's head. I think she has something that she's holding on to. And she's, and she, like she said, when she came in the workroom, let's fight. Like you, she came on this show to get airtime. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that's what's going on. She's she knows that if she argues with people, she's going to get airtime. Um, so she's strategic in that way. Um, I I think it's nonsense. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I I I understand what Aquarius is saying, a hundred percent. Like if you're going to do your best drag, then pull out the stuff that's in your bag and do your best drag. And I get that they swapped wigs and we can debate all that. But I understand what Aquarius is saying. Um, I do think Vixen took this way too far. Mm. And the comment that Vixen makes to her in the mirror later had nothing to do with the wig. So she's still picking at her, even though, I mean, I think when Vixen gets starts doing this with somebody who has that same kind of attitude, Vixen's in for a rude awakening. The other problem is it's like, yeah, I don't, 
because some of this <laughs> fight seemed to come out of nowhere between both of them, actually. Yeah. And I, I understand that there's probably stuff that's happening backstage that we don't see because Dusty mentions... Uh, was it Dusty who said I wouldn't consider you a friend? Yeah, yes. that was yeah. Dusty. Yeah. yeah, it was Dusty who mentioned said you were standoffish. Yeah. yeah, that I wouldn't consider in you New a York, friend because they knew each other in New York. Yeah, and it's like okay, so I see that there's probably some underlying something there to make this happen, but as a viewer, it just seems like. Like you said, Mark, it's like pick your battles. There's yeah. going to be a time for Vixen when something really matters, and that's when you stand in and you stand up for yourself. Well, and I think Monique also said to her in that mirror, be the bigger person. Just stop it. Grow up. You're b- acting childish. I get it. You have a strong personality. So do I. I also am a human with a brain, and I know when to shut the bleep up. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I don't know. I think I uh, strongly agree with a lot of that just because um, the problem that is presented is Aquaria. So if we have an issue where Aquaria has has stuff with the Vixen, if Aquaria has stuff with, um, you know, how she tried to pull down Miss Cracker, Aquaria has a call out that just uh, occurred through Dusty. It's always Aquaria. And one of the things that Aquaria has not um, got to experience is this human interaction. You know, she is a queen that could perform. We do know that now. Obviously, we haven't seen it on the show yet. But, you know, we've seen that she performs. And we see that she could turn looks. Aquaria. But Aquaria has not gotten to a point of human interaction where things are being challenged. Aquaria, to me, failed in this this position. While I... um, never want to see anyone sort of like go at you that hard where you know Aquarius you know sad or whatever I just feel like I can't in my heart of hearts feel bad for the way the Vixen handled it like you can't tell anybody how they need to react in the sense of I'm going to be tough, and if being tough causes me to have friction with the other queens and I go home early, that's something that the Vixen is self-confident in and is willing to do. Mm-hmm. I always think about, like, for myself, if I were to go on a TV show like the Big like Big Brother, I always, when I watch it with other people, it's like, oh, I'm the type that would probably spaz out. Mm-hmm. And then I'll sit, like, with my siblings, and they'll be like, oh, no, that's not the right move. It, life ain't about the right move for a game. Life is about how you deal with each situation. And the Vixen was very aware of the optics. It made a lot of sense. I did the after show for uh, Being Mary Jane and the actual narrative of uh, Angry Black Woman had come up. So I, I totally understand the frustration that Vixen had. I'm not even a Vixen fan in the in the other episodes. But in this context and in this case, I totally was 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 vibing with her. And I understood her frustration. I understood, you know, when people say, you know, oh, let it go, let it go. You can't let it go because this is something that's prominent in her life at all times, you know. So it's just the idea Bob, Bob Bonet could possibly be the bigger person, but Vixen is willing, and this is what I commend her for so much, she's willing to say, I'm not going to be the bigger person. This is what it is, and if it causes more tension, I'm even willing to go home. I love that fighter mentality of the Vixen. Uh, you know, was she being a little too much? Yeah, but... Let her be. And this was the one moment that I, I really had no uh, negative feelings about the Vixen. I thought she addressed it the way she wanted to and good for her. And I, I was okay with it. I can't even think about anything negative about it. Mm-mm. Well, hopefully I'll just say for people who do think something that's negative about Vixen, hopefully we see a softer side to Vixen. I would like to see that. <laughs> just because I feel like people are going to start attacking Vixen like yeah. on social media. Well, that's so she's, easy to do. according to her, she can take it. So Well, I would like to see. I think this also has to do with what, what we've seen of her so far. It's like if you, if you are inviting people to look beyond the stereotype, and I'm not just talking about this exchange, which, yes, I do see how, like, Aquarius starts crying. It makes Vixen look bad. Mm-hmm. 
And that, like, and she had attacked Vixen in the first place. Totally get that. But then when you're watching the prior episodes, it did seem like Vixen was, like, also fighting, like, trying to, like, fight with other people. And That's true. And that's why what I was saying a second ago, like, I wasn't for the Vixen the first two episodes. I wasn't for the Vixen wearing the fire because she's the fiery fighter. I wasn't even feeling it then. But I'm saying in this specific context, I really was thinking like she had a point. Like what I felt was a good mic drop moment was when she said, then just don't talk to me. Meaning, like, if you don't like the way I address it, you know how I am. Let's let's stop putting them. What I felt where I felt unfair to the Vixen was it was as if the whole crowd was putting the mirror on the Vixen and her actions when there's an easy solve. Aquaria, leave it alone. Let her just go be her own person. But you don't want to do that. You you can't. It's two times we've seen Aquaria come with the snide remark, if she wants to call it snide. And then when it comes to everyone talking about it, she can't back it up. That's a problem, you guys. She did it to Miss Cracker. Oh, bleh, 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 real popped off at the mouth. But then when it came, push come to shove, she couldn't handle it. And then she did the same thing. Well, I want to know. It, it wasn't your real hair. Let's talk about that. She tried to be funny. Aquaria, you can't be that way to people and not expect them to react. So I, if this was a game, you know, I'm, I'm uh, wholeheartedly on Team Vixen for this instance and this instance only. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think that completely makes <laughs> this sense. This is too emotional. No, oh my gosh. Was, like... I mean, it does. Like, it's a valid. I just, I mean, I'm, I know we spent a lot of time on this and we're going to move on to the main challenge. But I do know that um, a, it has happened where viewers will see this show and feel like the African American queens are not being represented correctly. And I think that this needed to be addressed on this show. And so I think I do think it was an important moment. Um, moving, yeah. moving on from that, Monique <laughs> makes a comment when they start when they're starting the uh, main challenge that she believes uh, that she should have gotten like better accolades for mm-hmm. what she did. And I actually totally 120 percent agree with her. I completely agree with her. And like. I, I know sometimes we hate to be like, oh, why is this queen begging for accolades? But it's like, she did make an entire dress out of cards. <laughs> right. badass. Yeah. Yeah, and her Cookie Monster look. Yeah. So, yeah, and she's definitely someone who's surprising me. And her look this week, which we'll talk about. So I totally, I don't know if that's going to, like, come up again, if she's going to, like, continuously be, like, robbed. So I don't, I don't really know. It could very well be, like, her downfall, possibly. My Monique comment is the same as it was last week. Like, I didn't go in really uh, with high hopes for her. So when she did the car dress and the Cookie Monster, I keep saying, wow, you know, if we're presenting uh, objectively for this week, she's doing great. And I thought the same thing about her her costume, uh, her, her gown this week. Um, maybe could have been a little tighter, but yes, I, I, I'm, I'm with it. And I kind of think she uh, could have been robbed, yeah, on some occasions. Absolutely. So we had uh, Blair, Monique, and Monet won the mini challenge, which meant they got to pick the queens for the main challenge. Um, So for the end of days app, we had Blair, Miss Cracker, Eureka, and Vixen. For the Fibster app, which is the app about, like, lying, Mm -hmm. um, we had Monique, Dusty, Cameron, and Mayhem. And then for Madam Butterface, I'm sorry, this category just killed all the other ones, though. Monet, Asia, Aquaria, and Yuha. Um... So, did you guys feel like you had a favorite a favorite performance overall in these? I I, I think hands down, Asia deserved the win. Yeah, like I we'll talk about the runway where mm-hmm. I did not agree with anybody about her runway outfit, but I <laughs> her face <laughs> killed me. Like I was crying so hard because I was laughing so hard. Did you see the missing link? Yeah, well, she didn't really 
do much though. Oh, you Ollie, know, sweet you Ollie! Do, if you can do Who? good face, Asia. I agree. Uh-oh. Honestly, like Uh-oh. oh, the outer the outer part of the know. table I, does I, not agree. I prefer, <laughs> I prefer someone who performs well and has like yep. lines. Yep. I, and I just think she did have lines. She, she had, had a, she had a good moment that when she froze yeah. in that beginning, and it that's what everybody's funny. and it was funny. I'm not putting it down, but overall in the thing, no, did no, not. No, but she complimented it with some really good lines. I know. I remember taking away from it. She had a line about like, oh, how, you have a body that's banging, but a face that looks like a tornado or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and that whole scene was strong. It was just as strong as the face. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, absolutely I think she was, was the strongest in the team. Yeah, strongest in the team. Yes. Overall, no. I do agree with uh, Blair, Eureka, Cracker, yeah. and Vixen winning, though. Hands sure. down the Absolutely. best. Oh, and I mean, just for this episode, Vixen was getting so annoyed with Eureka, um, because Eureka does talk a lot, but it was hard for me to see, like, I guess not being there, I'm wondering, like, where that was coming from, yeah. you know? And so that was another moment that I was like, but I don't understand why you're so upset, you know? Yeah, it's interesting that Vixen didn't really, like, if she had a problem with Eureka, that she didn't confront Eureka. So I don't know if maybe she just has a better relationship with Eureka because she just seemed really Or I annoyed. wonder if we're all just, not we're all, but I wonder if a lot of the girls in the workroom are getting tired of Eureka because the same same situation happened with Asia last week. Asia was like, come on, Eureka, relax. And I mean, yeah, it was the same situation. She was like, uh, you know, Vixen's issue was that Eureka came with some really silly, unhelping, unhelpful type of, uh, you know, uh, storyline, I thought. Okay, well, that's fine, but at least she's bringing <laughs> something. Well, here, but it's the thing is like, you can't get mad at her for speaking her mind and speaking out and being loud and obnoxious when Vixen's doing the same thing and you're going to defend her. That You can't say both. Wait, how is it the same? Because she's being, she's at least loud and contributing. Being, being pouting in a corner because somebody's loud and contributing isn't justifiable. Like, she's at least... When you sit down to do something creative, everybody sits down and you do a thing called brainstorming. Everybody shouts out ideas, shouts out names. You write them all down. They don't have to make sense. They don't... You just get ideas flowing. At least she's contributing and giving something. You can... She cannot like it. I'm not saying she can't not like it. But you can't be mad at Eureka for being Eureka. Yeah, but you're and okay. then but, not and not and not and not and and say that it, there's that's a problem, but then it's a, okay for Vixen to be nasty and yelling and all this stuff. Like it a, just doesn't make there's sense. A, there's to a me. difference between contributing and being self-involved, and I think the issue was that the Vixen said, "I don't think she was being self-involved." I thought she was a little bit. I don't think she I was th- at all. I think she understands. Here's the thing: she understands. I'm a big girl. I'm, if I can use this to help the team, I'm going to use it to help the team. I don't think there is anything about Eureka that is. About Eureka, like that she's trying to do. I think, I think that that you couldn't say that about Vixen. I think Vixen is sitting in that corner pouting because she's not on stage getting the attention. That's why she's pouting. It has nothing to do with Eureka. Well, you cool. know who didn't speak <laughs> up? It was uh, what was her name? Mayhem. She didn't speak up. So nope. that yeah. was a, which kind of surprised me. She owned it. Yeah, no, she knew. She which worries me for her future because yeah. I don't think she's gonna last. And I expected her. Don't say that about my. I don't it was a very Uh-oh. tough episode for Mayhem, for sure. Um, so I was going to say, oh, real quick, I was going to say about the challenges. Um, I, I know we make comments sometimes about how 
you know, uh, what was it you said last week, Dorji with the Stevie Nicks, where it's a, a tougher a play. I really do feel like the Fipster team had the toughest of the three. I think End of Days had places to go and play, and I think so did uh, Butterface. But uh, my opinion was I would have been I would have been personally challenged if I got Fipster because to me it seemed so spot on to what we already make jokes about. There's already a catfish show. There's already the idea that people lie online. So I didn't really know where there were too many places to go. I only mm-hmm. say that to say I felt bad for that team, Cameron and, and Mayhem. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, it wasn't as easy as the other ones to really set something special up. See, I disagree because I, 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 I think that I think that Fibster, because there's a Catfish show, I mean, this is on VH1, Catfish is on MTV, you could probably still use, like, the Catfish logo or whatever and make up your own thing based on yeah. it. Like, use that knowledge to make something really I say funny. you can't and it's like to say that 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 it's that the you're just saying like oh, sorry I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this <laughs> um that you and you just don't know what someone's creative process is going to be like so maybe Fibster given to four other people would have came up with a brilliant idea yeah. and then you would have been saying and because Butterface right. made a mistake you know what I mean no like, no no I'm saying for me personally yeah. like I would have reacted uh, in a way where Fibster would have been a challenge because yeah. I like because whenever when we watch these challenges and I think everyone does all the viewers too you start conceptualizing oh, oh yeah. I would have done what this I do? Yeah. and I remember sitting there yeah. and I had about 17 ideas for end of days and I had 17 ideas for Butterface yeah. but I had a hard time figuring out what is a big get for uh, but that's just personally see, me, though. You, that, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I, I, it sounds like you have a different. No, yeah. and I don't know what I would have done. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if you went, if I went to an advertising company and said, "I want to produce this," you can't go. Oh, that's hard. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. have to come Absolutely. up with it, and that's the point of the challenge. You just have to come up with an idea, and it's like um, Snatch Game. It doesn't have to be spot on. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be funny. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had an opportunity to do something funny, and they were not funny. Yeah, was that unanimous? You guys all thought Fibster was the worst yeah, as well. Absolutely. I mean, the result was was not good. Yeah, they, was, they really just don't have any funny queens besides uh, Monique. So it was just a really weird mix of girls. Oh, I lo- side note means nothing about nothing, but I loved Monique self directing. That was probably the oh, funny. That, was <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. She said the house visitors and the house get. <laughs> I know. I love it. Cars was like, is there a difference? She said, "Stop, hold on, cut." Okay, let's run that back. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't, really, I didn't really feel like she jumped out of pocket, too, when she said um, she gave a suggestion when they asked Mayhem, and Mayhem, you know, was deer in headlights. Um, I personally felt Monique, although we are talking about how Monique oversteps a lot, in that case, um, if, if you're a player, you're, you're team, you know, you're the team captain, you know, Mayhem falls quiet. I do think you need to jump in and, and rise your team up a little bit. I'm still, I mean, I'm still rooting for mayhem. I'm wondering if there's something more going on in her head. Like, maybe maybe she feels so much pressure because she comes from, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. so many well-known queens. Who's this? Mayhem. And so I'm feeling like maybe that got into her head at that moment because I feel like she's better than... You know, we were kind of talking about this before we came in, too. Uh, sorry, I pointed at the door. Um, I, I, there was a moment in The Untucked, which I think... It just kind of pops into my head about this is, you know, Mayhem says to Cameron in The Untucked, I'm just going to, it's a game. I'm just playing the game differently than they are. And if that's the case, then maybe that's what's going on. She's just like, you know what? 
you play the game how you want to play. This is how I'm going to play it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so. but that's an insinuation that they're playing dirty, and I'm just—I I wasn't really too big of a fan of that comment. Here's where mayhem, and I do like mayhem, and I know because you guys liked yeah. mayhem. It, it obviously rubs off, and she she has turned some amazing looks, and I genuinely, yeah. genu- generally, is it generally, generally enjoy her. Um, my only little issue is I'm going to compare her to somebody and follow me here. What Asia is doing as far as how she's working as a team uh, player, how she's uh, reacting to the critique, how she's knowing when to challenge things, when to sit back, I think is one of the best queens on this show is Asia. So I can't I can't get behind this narrative of Mayhem saying, well, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Like I just I, for me personally, this is a game and it is competitive and you have got to know how to live in the gray it's not black and white it's not i get my feelings hurt we talked about feelings being hurt a second mm-hmm. ago um i get my feelings hurt i, I can't really get an air word in edgewise so let me go sulk and that is what mayhem absolutely did on this episode yeah how i saw it well guys i actually we're, we're running low on time so i want to move on to the runway we're going to give our top three and bottom two my top three were cracker vixen uh, and Cameron. Vixen, mm-hmm. I actually really love Peacocks, and I love the way that dress moved, and uh, I thought it was it was a cool effect when she moved with it. And then Cameron, just <laughs> totally know. badass. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I've ever said this more in, our, in the three years I've been here. I'm like, are we watching the same show, Jackie? <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe what you're watching agree. America's Next Top Model. Uh, maybe, maybe that is we're watching. Okay, maybe get I'm... ready for my bottom. Okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. Buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. Dusty, and then Asia. Uh, Asia, I love you, girl. But that dress, like, her face was so uh, perfect and beautiful. <laughs> but it's like, if you're going to do a campy dress, that looks like Big Bird, not Tweety Bird. <laughs> yeah. I kept, and I kept doing that. I kept going, oh, Tweety Bird. Not, like, like oh, you're thinking Big Tweety Bird. Bird. Oh, Tweety Bird is supposed yeah. to be small. So, yeah. like, if you were going to do, like, a Tweety Bird thing, maybe you should have done an illusion thing where, like, only well, your top is Tweety and, Bird and, and then and your legs are, like, the yeah. legs or something. I don't know. It just was red as Big Bird because it was so giant <laughs> and again it's you know it's how it, it's it's put on tape and presented to us so if all the judges are sitting there going it's amazing girl it's amazing girl as viewers we are taught to go oh it's amazing yeah so kudos to you for standing your ground because if it was on somebody like uh that they didn't like you know they'd be like oh, well it's not very flattering it's covering your face you know what i mean all the things that they loved about it they would hate about it mm. if it was something that they didn't like. Well, when, so we get to my opinion, when we get to my opinions, I guess I won't be, quote unquote, standing my ground <laughs> when, when, when it's my time I to pick. I actually... Um, yeah, who are yours, Mark? Well, I I, I loved Eureka. I, I thought she was one that came out that I was like, wow. Uh, Cameron was another wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really did like Blair as well. Um those were probably my top three. I wrote Eureka most improved for sure. Like, she yeah. really stepped it up. She's improved from... From from just from the past weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then bottom. Uh, yeah. And you know I am one hundred percent team. Come on, 100% Mark. Team Come. Dusty. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep watching it. I even watched it on my no. high definition TV in the other room. And I got up and I was like, "Oh, girls got to get up and get close to the TV for this yeah. one because maybe I'm just missing something." Um, yeah, that was tough. Uh, 
It's pretty ugly. Yeah. It's, oh, hard, it's hard to do red and green and look good. Like, the only one that can do it is, like, Poison Ivy. But, yeah. like, that was... And she yeah. had such a good episode, too, with the mirror yeah. moment, which yeah. we'll talk about later. But, gosh. Yeah. And I didn't... I, girl, Vic... I don't know. I I don't know if it... I, I just did not like... And, I, I mean, maybe it's, she's just rubbing off on me. I just did not... I thought it was just very... An, Ordinary, I didn't like, like it, it, it didn't. It could seem, be that if, if you're if you're the I've personality. Seen so many yeah. peacock dresses that I was like, oh, it, where are you going? That you are seeing so <laughs> I saw, dresses. I saw, FYI, Paris Hilton at the Elton John Oscar party in a peacock dress that blew that out of the water. FYI, so. Okay. I will always compare. All right, to that. all right. Well, Ollie, and I'm not okay. Even so my button. top three cracker. I loved her concept, her story about her friend passing yeah, away, and then you know the bird laying a nest, and that was giving her new life, and also like <laughs> her new drag life. So that's great for. And I just love cracker in general. Hallelujah. So yes. I'm trying not to be biased, but um, Cameron was amazing. I'm sure we can all agree. Total mm-hmm. ma- maleficent vibes. Yeah. Um, and I really liked Aquarius look. I think it, it was very simple, but it was really nice. Um. And I'm not. Re- I haven't been really liking Aquarius' look so far, so mm-hmm. I was really surprised and happy th- about her look this week. Uh, mm-hmm. And then my bottom two would be Dusty for sure. Um, and I really didn't like Mayhem's look. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I, I actually the back of the garment, the, the back of the, like the hair, hair, and the back of the garment looked yeah. a little loose too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're picking hairs, you know. Yeah, and I we are. I'm plucking also, feathers. I, <laughs> I'm also just not a fan of like the. Pure like like super blue eyes. I just don't see. Find that's it. What I I, I like love it. it because it's her signature thing. Mm, that's, there yeah, was there was four like girls that thing. had uh, like contact contact eyes this episode. No, I realize that, but for Mayhem, like again, it's well, like yeah, yeah. I I followed Mayhem, so like Mayhem has been doing that mm. thing with her look for years. Yeah. So she's made it a signature for herself. Mm-hmm. No, I was just meaning like stylistically. I didn't I didn't realize this this episode had four four yeah. different queens, which. Was kind of one of the most I think we've seen uh, of that. Um, okay, so I almost uh, just because we're running out short on time, I agree with everything mm. you said about Cracker, almost word for word, same as as Cameron. Um, and because this is a game, um, you know, I did like Asia. I was with it. I'll give you my supporting evidence in a second. Uh, my worst were, were Dusty Ray, and this is challenging for me to say because I love her so so much, but I'm going to be objectively critical because I felt like Monet Exchange is one of my favorite queens by far. Has not missed a beat once, but I don't think you could wear the same blonde hair. Two, I think it was an actual different wig, but I think but, it was. But, too but if I'm if I'm yeah. blind and I can't really see, mm-hmm. you know, clearly, and I see red and blonde uh, yet again. Yeah. I don't know that I can be okay with that. Yeah. I need a big evolve. So, really, it should be Yuha should be the bottom two. But I'm gonna I'm because I love Monet so much. I'm willing to put Monet in the bottom because I expect so much more from her. Um, are you guys gonna try to read me for the Asia one? Because I liked Asia. I liked Asia no, too. Fine. No, oh, oh, you're wow. entitled to your you opinion. Are absolutely I wrote, entitled. I wrote all these notes to support it. All right, moving on. Ronnie was like, "I'm ready to defend." Well, I wasn't, <laughs> no, I wasn't sure if anyone was gonna like Asia, but I really have. Bring uh, out your inner vixen. Speak your mind, girl. I mean, I always do. But. No, it's, I mean, it's an opinion. It's an opinion. Um, so Ali looks had... like a snack. Somebody just oh, wrote, Lord. by the way. Oh, Thank my God. And they want to see your shirt. Somebody, it's pheromone. It's pheromone. Fair. They were asking to see your shirt. So, it's Christina um, Aguilera. It's pheromone, life size yeah. photo. Yeah. So, I want to get on to our special segment, which is the mirror moment, which was uh, Dusty basically pouring his heart open, explaining how he came from this super mm-hmm. conservative mm-hmm. family. And it did seem like there was a level of like, 
wistfulness there because Blair comes from also a super conservative yeah. Christian family, but he's so close to his mom and his mom is embracing him. And uh, instead, Dusty got basically taken to like pray the gay away camp, it seems like. Yeah. Um, and that was that was heartbreaking to me because you see these stories over and over and over again. And you you start to really not start to, but you really realize how much like being on a show where you're around other people like yourself, mm-hmm. just like letting you be you, how much mm-hmm. that could mean to someone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I had a, a a good friend of mine in college whose parents would send him like books on like yeah. converting there, converting back to heterosexuality and stuff like that. And there's just this book, mind. and it was turned into a movie, real story uh, called Prayers for Bobby, in which this <gasps> oh, yeah. guy committed suicide because his parents were so religious mm-hmm. and then his mom actually after a suicide flipped the switch and yep. ended up being like a PETA uh, or not PETA PETA P-flag P-flag <laughs> activist not a PETA activist she may be a PETA activist too I don't also. know that I don't know that for a but fact but it did make me think of that yeah no I just real quick I think that was a really beautiful story and I'm really happy that he was able to share that yeah. because not everyone has that, that yeah. connection with their family like lucky Absolutely. for Blair but you know, I can kind of relate to it. Sim- I have a good relationship with my family, but like, it's just you know when when he said uh, that the pastors told him that uh, you will not find success in a homosexual oh. relationship. Yeah. Like I was like tearing up yeah. because you know it just reminds me that there's parts of this world where stuff like that happens. Absolutely, and it's heartbreaking, and you know we live in like L.A. where yep. like we don't have to deal with that as much, but yep. it's. It brings me to, like, I'm going to tie in some news and gossip with this because John Oliver recently did a segment on Mike Pence's policies, which he's... (laughs) Which, so, uh, Mike Pence, you can look up his policies, but, and you can look up the John Oliver segment he did, but a lot of his, he's friends with a lot of, like, pray the gay away type of people, Mm -hmm. and um, he really votes along those sorts of lines. And so, John Oliver actually ended up writing this book that is where Marlon Bundo, Mike Pence's bunny, is gay. And the all the proceeds for the book go to the Trevor Project. So mm-hmm. if you want to buy the Marlon Bundo book that yeah. uh, he wrote, you can the proceeds go to the Trevor Project. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a cute book, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I own it now. Yeah. I uh, love when they turn stuff around on people like that. It just makes me happy. Yeah. I agree. And I, and, you know, I think I, I get, like, you when I hear these stories because I was lucky enough to have family and friends that were super supportive. I mean, not saying that it was easy yeah. for anybody, um, but I didn't have those things. So I do, I get the same way. When I, when I, when I hear people telling people they can't do this because they're gay, they can't, I'm just like, girl, uh-uh, yeah. stop it. You it, know, it's it, like. It was very challenging and I'm glad you mentioned how you teared up or whatever because I was, that was the first thing I was going to say. Like, I watched it three times, especially that scene and I, I can't, not watch it and have my you know have my face uh being affected and and sad and and my heart beating in a certain way and that commentary of you'll never find success you'll never find love does speak to so much like i think about you know as a as a child of the 80s you know i remember certain criminalized things that were happening you know if you're born in the 80s which i was it's you know hiv and aids Mm -hmm. is happening in the 90s you you know the keith herring the robert maple thorts are passing away uh sylvester back in 97 you've got cunan and and versace you know headlines they did so much to criminalize what it was to be a gay man Mm -hmm. or you know lgbtqia the whole thing and so i thought by him saying that really did make an understanding of how 
you know, whatever challenges you've had to get to your full self-acceptance, uh, whether it's watching Drag Race, <laughs> whether it's, uh, you know, performing or whatnot, um, it, it really took me to that place of all of these negative things where they will tell you you're inac- inadequate. And um, I just think it's a very special time. And kudos to him because he's, you know, engaged. Yeah. Do you think, I, I don't remember how old Dusty is, but... Do you think it might be like a gener- parents' generational thing too? Because maybe if Blair's younger, maybe mm, yeah. his parents are younger, and maybe if Dusty's older, maybe his parents are older, and it's that there's yeah. that. Yeah, it's, play it's, as well. yeah, that's it's why I'm, definitely that's, a possibility. Yeah, and Blair comes with like a conservative family as well, so that yeah. is a good point you bring up. But it's cool that also, uh, real quick, that um, Dusty was able to not shun religion too, because he's still religious. He still believes in God. Because yeah. it's, so, it's so easy, like to shun and, like, hate religion, too. And mm-hmm. it's good that, like, you know... Monet, too, said she yeah, sings in the choir was, and drag. That was so cool. That, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Because I have a... Um, one of my very best friends is a lesbian, and her and her wife, they they were members of the Catholic Church, and they left to join a different Christian church that they felt would be more accepting to them. Mm-hmm. And that's still very much a part of their life. They didn't let... Mm-hmm. They didn't let us specific instance get them down. Yeah, there are a couple services like that. There's one in Glendale. I remember I went to Hillsong in New York and that was very open and free free spirited as well too. Mm-hmm. So but touching moment for sure. Yeah. yeah well thank you guys for that great conversation. Yeah. I'd like to really quickly give your predictions for top three, like who you think in the end will be the top three. Oh, the final three of the oh, show. Yeah. Um, also, everybody tweet us with who you think the <laughs> Spiders drag queen queen's name would be because I see that going somebody, in the chat. Somebody in the chat room just wrote, the spider though. That <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. Um, she would be called Sissy Long Legs. That's off the top of my head, I would Sissy say. Sissy those long legs. Now, yeah. am I picking who I think is going to go or who I want to go? My my dream top three. You convince you us. You sell it. Sell it. You're after buzz. TV prediction. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, Eureka, I think everyone needs to watch I still don't out. understand the Eureka thing. She's like the least interesting person ever. My only contribution I've ever said good about her was I do think this last runway was her best. I have such a hard time, and we talked about it a second ago with the Vixen, I have a hard time enjoying Anything that's Eureka. It's so weird yeah. to me. So maybe I, if you were in the room with Eureka, you'd be one of those people being like, I don't want her on my team. Yeah. I, for sure. I don't understand. When Nico was groveling over, I don't get it. So next episode, we'll talk more in detail why yeah. you like her so much. I, I like just, I, I just I like think that oh, you she's, just I think yeah. she's the full package. I completely do. Um, uh, Eureka. I'm going to say Eureka for top three. Um, Monet. Uh, um... Cracker. <laughs> Hello. <sighs> I mean, I do like Where's Miss the Cracker. Music? I don't know, though, that... I don't know. You think she'll get, like, a Katya cut or something? I don't know. I'm just worried. Um, Do you want the rest of us to I go? I have to pick... <laughs> wait, who, who... I'm just trying to think who else is standing up there. I'm trying to think of everybody. I know. Because um, I don't want to get home and then be like, oh, why didn't I say so-and-so? Oh, I'm going to go... Thank you. Someone's chat room just right. I'm going to say Blair. Blair's really, really growing on me. She's I said really this good. before we came on She's air. Really good. I, I wasn't blown away by her Meet the Queen, and I think I had a different expectation of who she is. So I'm going to go Blair, Eureka, Monet. Ooh, top okay. three. I really hope Blair gets that far. Mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling like something in my heart's going to break and she's going to go home like unexpectedly. Yeah. I will say Cracker, Monet. I would have also said Yuha, but she got eliminated. I liked Yuha too. I'm I so too. sad. Yeah. Like, she's funny. Yeah. So I'm disappointed. Did you miss Yuha? Yuha? We didn't get to really talk about her game. I know. We didn't really get to talk about it. She said, I don't know who would be my... God, I don't know. I'll say Blair. I'll say Blair. (laughs) Because I love Blair. A very unconvincing Blair. Because I think... 
Ronnie, just take yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna miss you, you at all. When she told, when she said, "Oh, it's weird that I'm going home because I did so good the first two weeks." Did you? You did not do good the first two weeks. So I will not be missing you <laughs> at all. I, the so here's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> she's so cute and funny. Like yeah. outside yeah. of the actual competition. Yeah. Sometimes people just don't mesh with the competition. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just don't get to express who they truly yeah. are. And sometimes there's people that the competition just brings out the best in them and I don't think that it did. That's her. why I say Asia does really well because she knows how to play, you know, challenge or not challenge, sit back, you know, she gets it. Anyways, my yeah. quick uh, top three are going to be Cracker for sure. Um, I didn't think Asia when we did hit Meet the Queens but I can't get off Asia right now because I'm impressed each and every week of what she does and I'm battling at the end. Uh, Monet Exchange is by far my favorite queen I think just in general but I want to go Monet or Blair as that third choice. I kind of lead towards Monet because I just love Monet. See, if this was my like personal top three, it would be Blair, Asia, and Monet. But I know that Miss Cracker, the way they're editing her, she is going to maybe win or be in the top three just because of uh, how it's going so mm-hmm. far. But- I, I was watching her YouTube season 10 premiere party uh, lip sync. Oh my god, we haven't even seen an I'm ounce sorry. of what Cracker's gonna give. Oh, she's so good. I love Cracker. I'm biased. You guys, that's great. I do like Miss Cracker, too. Yeah. I do like Miss Cracker, too. She's just not like my. That's just not. I don't. I, I, I feel like I just. I keep like I. I get that they're you're giving her airtime, but I'm just not as impressed with mm. a lot of what I'm overall seeing yeah. right now. But we'll and I think it was awesome that we did a panel that had some sensitive issues. You know, sometimes this show is all fun. Yeah. We actually had to really talk about some deeper things. So I really yeah. thought that was fun mm-hmm. uh, as presented on the VH1 show and then even here with us in the chat and stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. Thank we you. will thank be you. here at 6 p.m. Pacific time next week. Yes. I am 123Jackie B on all platforms. Mark, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lorraine Love, L-O-R-A-Y-N-E-L-O-V-E. Yes, guys, and I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. All right, I'm randomly RJ. That means my name is Ronnie Jr. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Drag you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.